Hello and welcome to Geek Cinema Podcast, a podcast where my friends and I have a conversation over geeky, nerdy, and fanboy or fangirl movies alike. We are not experts or an educational podcast. We're just a group of friends who like talking about sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and superhero movies. And we're here today to talk about the Academy Award-winning Best Picture of 2018, The Shape of Water. We actually did an episode over this back in December. Uh, Matt, Kendall, and I did. And it was, for whatever reason, whether we were not clicking enough or clicking too much just one of the most boring episodes we've ever made and so i didn't release it but we've come back added trent to the conversation and uh talked about it for about an hour and i will say we go off the rails quite a bit and we talk about the oscars about 50 percent of the podcast possibly so if that bothers you you might drop out i don't know try it i think it was a fun conversation but there are major spoilers for The Shape of Water and minor spoilers for the, a novel called Meddling Kids, Memento, and Pan's Labyrinth. If you want to go subscribe to us on iTunes after this and leave us a review, please do that. And go check us out on social media and go to our Patreon and give us all your money. <laughs> please uh, go check those links out. They're in the information after the show notes. All right. Let's go join myself, Everett, if I haven't introduced myself yet, Kindle, Matt, and Trent for The Shape of Water. Enjoy the conversation. <laughs> well, get that? I did not watch any movies this week. I wow, did. Wow, you hate movies really badly, Oh, you? man. I, it's, been a, it's just been a busy week. But you know what I did watch? A little bit of, like, uh, I guess you say, like, screen time I had. I watched the fuck out of Will and Grace. And if you've never seen oh. Will and Grace, you owe it to yourself to go check out Will and Grace because it is hilarious. Is that are you talking like the the new stuff, the new and the old? I I watch. I'm caught up on the new, but I'm going back through the old. Mm-hmm. I used to watch it when mm-hmm. I was younger. Like I love that show. Is it I, available? Like readily Hulu. available? Hulu. Okay. Hulu. Mm-hmm. Kindle, have, you've seen it, right? I've seen like. It's been on TV before. Yeah, you know, it was always on TV when I'd get home from school, like in middle school, but I I always just changed the channel. And that's <laughs> Never a sitcom, really cared right? for it. It is a sitcom. Um, I'll tell you how I fell into it. It's I used to I used to love watching when I was a kid, like really young, like I loved watching Jerry Springer and all the chaos that <laughs> came with that show. And right after Jerry Springer it was Will and Grace and I was like, Well, I'm up, might as well and you there's know, nothing else on but infomercials. Yeah, I love Megan Mullally. And that's about it. Yeah. With that show, she's hilarious and everything. I like the other, the guy, whatever his name is. Yeah, the other (laughs) character. Yes. Like Megan Mullally's counterpart, male counterpart. Oh, Jack. I guess so. Yeah. Once again, I I haven't watched it enough. Yeah, he's he's hilarious. Is is he Will? Huh. (laughs) 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 Thank you. I'll so, be here. No, just kidding. I'm yeah, I'll be, I'll be here all week. Yes. Uh, so that was uh, that's as far as I got. I guess yeah, you've been working. So I guess <laughs> the time that you do working have free time. Like, yeah, I was reading. I read some. Uh, what do you What do you read? I read this. Started this interesting book. It's called Meddling Kids, and oh. it's like somebody took Scooby Doo but made an adult version of Scooby Doo, and they don't call what it do Scooby Doo. What do you mean by adult version? Nah, <laughs> uh, not that kind of adult version. <laughs> Dang it! There's no bestiality. I'm not reading that one. <laughs> um. But it's interesting if you like Scooby-Doo. Uh, it's kind of Lovecraftian in a way. Like, it mixes in mm. that kind of vibe. Um, and there's references to the older cases and stuff. And it almost... I'm not... I'm, like, maybe a quarter through. I'm kind of wondering if maybe it's going to play off like it's a parallel kind of, like, like multiverse or something. Wait, so is it actually the Scooby-Doo cast? or It's not the Scooby-Doo cast, but they all look like the Scooby-Doo cast. And mm. I mean, it's just like the cat. It's like Scooby-Doo without the name Scooby-Doo. Right, oh, okay. Well, it's a book, right? Yeah. Boring! Uh, what an asshole. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I watched? You know, I'm a huge, more recently, a huge fan of Thor Ragnarok director Taika Waititi. Oh, you watched And so that I watched his movies... Back we went back. Kendall and I watched uh, his last release, Hunt for the Wilder People. Mm. Then I went back a little further, and I watched his famous vampire comedy, What We Do in the Shadows. Yes. And now I've gone even further back, 
to watch a uh, rom-com indie piece called Eagle vs. Shark. Interesting. How is Eagle vs. Shark? It is good. Because, like, if I hear Eagle vs. Shark, I think of sci-fi. Uh-huh. Sharknado versus Sharknado. octopus something or another. Yeah, like, don't worry. You won't get any of that in this. Uh, it does have a little so stop the, motion in it, but it's right. cute stop motion that just goes between scenes. What you're saying is it was a disappointment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you wasted your time. <laughs> uh, it is my least favorite of all of his movies I've seen. Oh, really? Okay, but okay. I still loved the movie. Yeah. What's your favorite? Is it Thor? Hunt for the Wilder People. It's pretty. It's Thor, because Thor is my favorite MCU Thor's movie, fun, and yeah. I love you know you know I love those MCU movies. Oh yeah, mm. I walked by um, I walked by the standee that they have at Walmart for Thor Ragnarok, and like I walked by it and like it doesn't. It's just a standee, right? Mm-hmm. But the second I walked by uh, Korg, he's like, "Hey, you want to come jump on the ship?" Like he said that, he scared <laughs> the shit out of me. I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like that's fantastic. Yeah. Man, I need to get that. It's huge. It's bigger than this room. Oh, wow. like it's yeah. Oh, like the tall ones. That's a big box. It's, I guess yeah. I need yeah, to get yeah. a new room first. Yeah, you just put it in the backyard. Then I'll go beg put it on the some, roof. Some yeah. employee for it. Put it in the backyard. Pretend it's a playhouse. Uh, another uh, director that I'm a fan of, kind of uh, similar to Taika Waititi. You know, he's he, they have similar style. I assume Taika was inspired by him heavily. Uh, Wes Anderson that I'm getting caught up on more and mm. more over the time. First movie I saw was his latest release. All right, so what did you watch? Uh, I went back and watched The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Did Finally. You like it? Tell me tell me how you felt about it. You I like liked it. it. Yeah. I liked it a lot, Matt. <sighs> it I'll looks say, like I would hate it. I hate it. You probably would hate it, too. Uh, you know, it's but Grand Budapest probably is good. my... But Grand Budapest has a charm that I feel like is mm. missing in Life Aquatic, and it's a, in Life Aquatic, I feel like it's the charm of Moonrise Kingdom. Uh-huh. I feel like Life Aquatic is almost kind of hateful... And like, just very. So maybe I will like it. Um, <laughs> what is the word I'm looking for? Not stale. Stale's the wrong word, but very dry and just. It's dry. Uh, the main character isn't necessarily redeemable. He's very yeah. faulted. So I and need to so watch this movie. It's it's like the it. most melancholic try. of all you of his movies try. I've seen, and so that was the only reason it's my least favorite. Yeah. Because that's hard for me to. The others, like, they have the charm and feel-good feeling to them. Even though they do have sad parts often, mm-hmm. yes. it's still, this one's just innocent. about... It's a good, innocent charm. Just this terrible feeling that so many people get growing up, like, yeah. getting old. Have you seen and the... And so um, it made me just sad and not looking forward to growing old. Yeah. Have you seen the, the Fantastic Fox Mr. Fox. Uh, yeah, we uh, yeah. have that. That's Did my you? favorite one of his. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, because I'm really excited for Moonrise Isle of Kingdom. Dogs. Like, it's huh? next Moonrise stop motion. So. Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, that'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I am, I am excited favorite. of the world of dogs. So me, I watched. <laughs> oh yes. Mm-hmm. Oh oh oh. <laughs> you left me out. He oh. usually goes last. <laughs> I didn't need to this time. Okay. Mm. Um, pretty much nothing. I rented Bad Moms and watched that. The mm. first one or the second one? The first one. I love the first <laughs> one. It's it so was, fun. It was fun, and it was a little. I was like, this is kind of goofy it's like, seriously it's so goofy. goofy cheesy but it's like self-aware of what it is well after has... you said you watched daddy's home yeah 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 because yeah. you want to see it before you watch daddy's home too i was like well i'll try bad moms this is essentially the female version right kind of kind of kind of and they had bad mom's christmas on there too i'm glad i didn't rent it first but mm-hmm. i was like i'll give it a try Kristen bell in that movie is, is it was amazing yeah it was awesome so that's basically all i've watched i did go see black panther yeah. That's it. Hmm. And you were meh on that? I gotta watch it again. Alright. I'm like seeing things like commercials and I'm like, yeah, I really don't remember that part. So I might have to watch it again. Maybe. Somebody's having a really good time. Yeah, she's <laughs> been at it all day. That's awesome. Yeah, it's referring to pets in the background. Oh, I was I was talking about the, the cheap hotel we live next door to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Here in <laughs> Scary Terry Town. <laughs> Scary Jerry, <laughs> run, bitch! <laughs> you can't run, me. you can't hide, you can but you can't hide, bitch. Yeah, I watched that the other day too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love. I. You know what I found? You know what I found? What? <laughs> a pop of Rick with the face hugger on it. On him. That's cool. Yeah, and I got it. I was like, You're oh right. my god, that's amazing. That's amazing. It's from a short they did promoting Alien Covenant. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Do you fix it? Yeah. 
took she it looks, away. She looks away. pissed. She's like, where the fuck's my ball? I'm going to claw your face off, bud. Oh, no. She's looking up. Where's Bitch. my ball? <laughs> uh, I also went to the movies today. Oh, really? Oh, what'd you see? I saw Game Night. How was it? I want to see that. I wish I would have known you would have gone. Are you? Oh, went? I'm sorry. That's all right. Yeah, you selfish you. bastard. I thought about it too. I'm like, I bet Matt's looking forward to that one. <laughs> I literally but told you I wanted to see it. It was like 10:40, <laughs> and I wasn't oh, okay, sure if you were busy. Really, yeah. Jason, uh, Jason Bateman, and Michael C. Hall. Like, mm. I watch just about anything with those two in it. Yeah. Uh, he said, yeah. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Mm. It was hilarious. I went to one of the, a movie a while back and the trailer played. And as you know, I have my headphones in during trailers. But like just watch, looking at the screen, watching the first few seconds, I'm like, this looks interesting. And just closed my eyes and didn't know the genre it just it yeah, looked like yeah, yeah, yeah. at first looked like it could be funny because it stars jason bateman mm-hmm. and i mean i know he has done his like serious thriller stuff lately mm-hmm. but mostly comedy yeah but it still like had a it looked like it took a dark turn mm-hmm. and that's when i decided to ditch out on the trailer and uh it was so f- it was hilarious uh i was laughing out loud throughout the entire movie and um, also very thrilling. Like my hmm. heart was pounding. Hmm. Sounds like something I'll need to catch. It was, it was fun. A fun ride. Yeah. Wow. Sounds awesome. Uh, wow. I prob- possibly my favorite release of the year so far. Wow. Okay. High praise. My, my favorite release of the year so far is Hellraiser Judgment. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> like I have like a top ten. And I think the only I have two films on there so far that I feel like I don't are, think I have a favorite yet. Have you guys seen Annihilation yet? I no. want to see that. I've heard really But honestly, I'm probably not going to watch it because everybody's like, so good. Mm. And, you know. <laughs> You're anti-hype? That, yeah, that, that mentality yeah, Kyle sticks says sometimes. I have to see it. If Since I'm a fan of Blade Runner, he says I have uh, to see that's it. That's kind of what I've heard. Uh, so I got Hellraiser, Judgment, Black Panther, and Creep 2 on my list for 2010 favorites so far. Hmm. Our 2018 favorites. Jesus Christ, living in the past. Yeah. Eight years. Uh, is that a new movie? <laughs> <laughs> There's a few I've seen Sorry. that were all involved in, which we'll get to in a minute, the Academy Awards this year, but they all went wide in 2018, and so they're on my 2018 list. Yeah. Uh, I'd say I, Tanya is competing for game night for favorite right now i tanya was, I, tanya was great yeah. as well yeah but and and game night i feel like once i make my list it'll probably fall down a bit simply because it's a mystery so rewatchability goes down with yeah, that yeah so yeah i haven't really been going to the movies as much uh simply just because i haven't been feeling like it. i get like an, i have phases i find myself in certain phases uh, where like I'll be more into going to the theater or I'll be more into like, watching TV shows or anime or more into reading books or more into playing games. And lately I've been finding myself in a really weird manga phase where I hadn't been reading a lot of manga, but I've recently been buying some volumes from my Boards and Noble, but lately... You and Matt with your books. I know. So well, at least this one has pictures. I listened to a book this week. <laughs> but uh, so I strolled up to the... Theater our, of the mind. I, yeah. I, I showed up to our library, our big library downtown, uh like three days ago with a huge grocery bag and I just stroll up to their manga section and take like 30 volumes. <laughs> so I, I strolled out of that building with a grocery bag about to like bust through because it's so heavy. And I was like, I feel like a homeless person right now. <laughs> I need to know what's on your sock. <laughs> My sock, oh, this is Ganondorf. Uh, I'm oh, okay. Colorful okay, cool. socks. Yes. Like I, there's like from the one loot box I bought. That's like, this is my claim. Cool. Yes. All right. Because <laughs> nice I was like, injection. what the fuck am I right. looking at? Like, I've been trying to figure it out since I sat down. It's like a total clash of style because I'm not wearing any red, so it's like, it probably looks terrible. But I was like, well, these right. are some of the socks I have, so I'm going to wear them. Nobody sees me on a podcast, so it's okay to do that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't, I've been watching like anything. I, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm ready to get back into it, but I, this semester, I, I'm, a, I'm a college student. I've just been like totally drained. Even though, like I'm not even really that busy, it's just like a mental strain. I'm like, I need a break. I'm ready for a vacation. I might go to the theater tonight. Circle is showing Dawn, an actual print of Dawn of the Dead, oh, and like the original. And the producer of that charges an astronomical amount of money for people to show it, and they're it's so expensive they're only able to do it for one night. Wow. 
So I'm really thinking about going out and supporting. Okay, that. that's interesting. So does that make it look better or more vintage? Usually it makes or... it look worse, but uh, it's kind of cool just to see because right. like eventually one day we'll get a nice Blu-ray that's all cleaned up and pristine, but to see it as it wasn't like... It's like seeing uh, the actual Mona Lisa versus mm, seeing okay. just a There's picture like of a, a JPEG Lisa. of it. Yeah, what kind an of overrated that. piece of shit. <laughs> reference to pop exactly. star <laughs> <laughs> it is a reference to a movie <laughs> i'm not <laughs> terrible <laughs> uh so our, our next kid. topic i guess did any of you guys catch the academy awards last sunday yes what? yes we did uh-huh. i uh-huh. think uh-huh. i watched a little bit of it you know i wandered into a really strange place and uh uh-huh. there were all these people, people screaming like it was almost yelling. like a cult <laughs> As they were crowded around pieces of paper, worshiping a box on the wall, worshiping a box on the wall, and it was the paper in their hands was you would think it might be you know some kind of biblical passage. You don't know what was going to happen, but mm-hmm. with every single thing that came out of that box on the wall was either praise or distaste. <laughs> Sounds like one hell of a party. It was. It was a hell of a seance. <laughs> Perhaps uh, hosted really well. Mm, I'm, yes. Yeah, it was hosted really well. Uh, so well that just any random stranger could come <laughs> in the door. Yeah, we topped it all off with drinking blood. I'll have uh, security next year. All right, all right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the Oscars happened, and we have to mention it because Geek Cinema is here to talk about an Academy Award winning Best Picture. Where oh, is here? Yes. Here. Where is here indeed? <laughs> who would who would Where have thought it? What time? Do we exist? <laughs> what even is life? <laughs> yes. Nobody could have predicted that we'd be here because, as we discussed last year, we had a, a fake awards show. We did um, simply bad. because the Academy Awards Kendall and the Golden Globes tipsy. and I was a little drunk. <laughs> those other awards shows pretty much just hate genre films. Yeah. Mm. Uh, for for whatever reason, you can, if you, you every I'm sure the listeners are loving the fidget spinner in the background. Right now. <laughs> You're welcome. It's coming loud and clear through <laughs> my ears. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The last genre film to win Best Picture, 2003, Return of the King. Mm-hmm. Wow. Before that, and I don't know if. You can even call this one because it's more of a thriller than an actual horror movie. 1991, Silence of the Lambs one. Mm, yeah, it's a thriller. And it just, they don't, nope. they don't really like this stuff. The last time a sci-fi movie won Best Picture was never. Wow. Really? Never at all? Interesting. Never. They've been nominated. Yeah. You know, you have... Uh, Star Wars E.T., even recently with uh, Inception, Gravity, The Martian, Arrival, Mad Max Fury Road, but they don't want to give they don't want to give that award to to but but, yeah, but a lot of people don't like that. They gave a pretty fantastic award to Get Out for best original screenplay. Hex get Out one. You need to get uh, out. We had Roger Deakins. From Blade Runner 2049 won mm-hmm. uh, happy about that. the Cinematography Award. Mm-hmm. And, well deserved. Uh, of course, an actual horror fantasy sci-fi nerd won Best Picture and Best Director. And he's deserved it for a very long time. Yeah. Like, since Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, Pan's I think, Labyrinth. I think Pan's Labyrinth should have won Best Picture that year. Hmm. Yeah, I've heard film, other people so, say that. So wouldn't... Yeah, they're not gonna pick a foreign. Did it win best foreign film that year? I don't think so. Mm. I don't think it. I, I don't think it won anything that year. Yeah. Uh, no, it's praised. This movie, people love it. Besides, twenty four percent of audiences. Uh, oh, I, so I could assume people that like people get uncomfortable with specific things that are in this movie. Like uh, what opens up the film. I wouldn't even say that's the weirdest part. That's not the weirdest part. No, it's not weird, but like it was a shock in the theater. But going in to see it again, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. Well, it's kind of nice now. (laughs) When it's underwater. No, No, we're talking about her masturbating in the bathtub. (laughs) I don't think that's. I didn't think that was too off putting. I don't think it was off-putting at all. Like, no, it's not like a lot one of, of the few things. Females on the big screen. It's one females? of the few things that oh. everybody on Earth can relate to. Right? I'm like, yeah. I like, like it whenever that wait, kind of thing Wait, they're drinking water in this movie? <laughs> Shit. 
fucking hell, I had a like, bottle this morning. Showing that kind of thing is a way to easily humanize a character, in my opinion. Because mm. it's like, because it's kind of, in a way, it's presenting, like, some potential loneliness or, like, I don't know, basic human need, which is important when characterizing, you know, someone. I don't know. For me, like, I think it, it achieves a lot. And I think it especially did just in that opening montage of kind of introducing you to our character Elise, Elisa, it's, I don't know. What is her name again? <laughs> Liza. Liza? Liza. Eliza, okay. Um, yeah, I've heard a few people on, like, Facebook say it was, in, a like, a movie group, say it was overrated. Um, I don't know what these people saw, because right. this was a great Who movie. Who were they talking to that overhyped mm. this? We did a podcast back in December... And we've apparently been cursed because every last podcast of the year doesn't get posted because it's so boring. We're going to break it. This <laughs> and because Kendall and Matt and I did a episode over this movie and we all loved the movie so much that we just had nothing to talk about, I guess. Because mm. this it, was great. Yeah, I that went was back great. And, yeah, yeah. I like that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, I thought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, just a big circle jerk. But now it's been a, a little while. We've gotten to hear everybody else's thoughts on it, so we finally wanted to do an episode. Now you want to hear it. ours. Rewatching this movie, it was just as good as the first time, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, going, it, it was fun going in blind the first time because right. uh, me and Matt saw Mother last year, yes. and the trailer for this played, and it starts off very mysterious and almost. It could be anything. It's, you're mm-hmm. inside the lab building. Yes. And it, you ha- you hear the voiceover with of Giles telling you the he- voiceover you hear at the beginning of him, and then it like it shows a lot I, of the I, violence. I, I, right? I don't know. It does. It shows what looks like Michael Shannon's death. Scene. I don't think I got to that. I think yeah, I. Yeah, it looked like he got shot because he's yeah. holding his hands mm-hmm. so weird. I believe the last thing I saw, it's you're in the lab and then you see the hand go up against the glass yeah, in the yeah, water yeah. tank, and then it says from Guillermo del Toro, and I was like, oh, this is the new movie he's doing because mm-hmm. I already knew about it just from like movie talk and all that, and so that's when I closed my eyes and just let the trailer play outside of my senses. So when actually seeing this, that was all I knew. And I knew it was he was inspired to make his own version of Creature from the Black Lagoon, essentially. Yes. That's all I knew. And so when we open the movie, we're underwater, and there's a woman floating above a couch underwater. I, I was just confused <laughs> when i saw that i was like is... oh we're dreaming obviously well see i didn't think that i was like is this the end and that's what i was thinking and yeah. everything's gonna come down and we're gonna kind of see the movie reverse kind of like memento style spoilers for fucking memento a movie memento. that is 20 years old <laughs> um that's what i thought mm-hmm. that's what i thought hmm but no, it's it's way more than that. It is. Just that. Because it, it does have these few dream sequences through this, much like that. We get the scene where she's on the bus and she's moving around. A lot to do with most of the dream, uh, the dream logic stuff is dealing with water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the only one that's not is, is the, the dance. Yeah, scene. I was the La La Land song. Sequence. Yeah, the song and dance number, which was yeah. so bizarre like yeah. there was a promotional still of this movie released from that sequence and i saw it and i was like what is this like <laughs> how how do we get there yeah mm-hmm. um, and by the time we finally saw the movie i had forgotten all about it until that scene kicked in i was like oh shit oh, yeah. this is that one yeah so what do you think lends itself to being so praiseworthy i don't know about praiseworthy well one it's possibly the most original movie of the year and th- this is this one thing that bothers me about Best Picture is because so often the movies don't feel original to me. Hmm. I mean, there was a few in the few nominated this year that I was like, okay, it was good, but is it does it stand out enough hmm. to win Best Picture? And I think this does. See, I I don't know if I would say it's the most original movie of the of that year. Obviously, there's indie movies that are gonna go way beyond yeah, this. But for what? For this cat, for an Oscar-nominated film, by far, it's probably the most original that's ever been up there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's an interesting case uh, because 
in a way, uh, usually I associate like Oscar nominated films with films that have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. But I think above everything else, even though The Shape of Water has stuff to say, I think it is just like an overall very entertaining and like kind of touching film. Yeah, because if you want to talk about what it has to say, I have a theory on what it has to say that I've been trying to get out for two <laughs> oh, goddamn God, podcasts, yeah. and yeah, I, I hope c- you I are ready because strap in here. This is a conspiracy awesome. or something? This is not a conspiracy. Well, it's I not don't a know. conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy, but I like every director tends, especially Del Toro, tends to put themselves in the film. And in my mm-hmm. opinion, he is the character of Giles, right? No, not Giles, the um, scientist. The scientist, the scientist, oh. sorry. Uh, the scientist. Dimitri. Dimitri. Yeah. So he's the character of Dimitri in this film. And he wanted he was going to possibly do and got really close to doing the creature from the black lagoon a remake and but universal like read his stuff and was like we need you to make this super scary or we're not going to do it and in this movie to me universal is michael shannon's character and the government right and then, of course, you have the creature, which is just simply the creature and Del Toro's love for the creature because he saw this. He saw the creature from the Black Lagoon when he was a kid and dreamed of what a sequel and what that world could really be. But if you ever saw the sequels to the creature from the Black Lagoon, they are anything but good. They are very questionable, especially the third one where he's like wearing a sweater through half and we the watched film. the trailers for all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um so in this film or so with del toro like he wasn't able to make the version of the creature from the black lagoon that he wanted to so like dimitri he protects the creature he protects the legacy of the creature by making his own film just like dimitri he gets he he's confronted with universal and instead of instead of necessarily like giving into their ways he does his own thing and he dies for it because by doing this, there have been there have been talks that Del Toro will never work for Universal ever again. Like he had many threats about doing this film. Like if you do this, like there's no there's no mm. going back. Wow. Yeah, and uh, we talked about we did an episode over Creature from the Black Lagoon last October. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Kindle and I did, and we talked about in that how the original idea when they were putting together the outline. Uh, the I believe the producer at the time wanted a romance. A romance. Uh, he but, well, he wanted Beauty and the Beast between a woman and this uh, Gilman. Yes. And so it's almost like I, I I'm sure he's heard about that because you know he's he's a huge nerd and he probably digs deep into movies history like that, especially something that he loved so much when he saw right. as a kid. And he he talked about he was so taken by watching the Gilman look up at the girl in the water As swimming. Swim, yeah. Uh, and so I, I feel like he, when seeing that and hearing those rumors, he was like, that is what I want the movie to be, what it was originally going to be. Yeah. He latched onto it. And this was his dream project that he's always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I think um, something that this movie accomplishes that I think is really masterful is the fact that uh, they managed to execute a relationship that is by all means unconventional and make me buy it like and not think it's like something super weird mm-hmm. i think right. that it's it's because i mean like even the last time we saw it at the war and literally like the guy sitting next to me like every single time like <laughs> there was any like sign of romance on the screen he's like this is weird and i'm like i can't blame you for thinking that but honestly the movie does it so Wait, well somebody said that out loud yeah yeah wow yeah. a lot of uh a lot of the LGBT community is, have latched onto this as well because mm. the moral of the story, or not the moral necessarily of the story, but something the story gives you and teaches you is just acceptance of the ones you love. Right. right. How she, Eliza, tells um, her... Giles. No. Not well, Giles? she tells Giles, but she also tells... Um, Octavia. Octavia Spencer's Spencer. character. Yeah, she tells her character about it, and she's like... She totally accepts it, and then she's even curious. She's like, "How does it work?" <laughs> and uh, yeah, doesn't right? question, she's doesn't, like, doesn't even make a face of yeah, like, "That's gross. That's, that's fucked weave, up." Fucking the Gilman. <laughs> yeah, none of that. Like, just okay. That's cool. She says, "Oh, why?" <laughs> and then she's, "How?" Yeah. How? Seriously? How? <laughs> yeah. One of that's the funniest sh- moments. Oh well, yeah, movie. she she was nominated uh, for uh, best supporting actress too, which she did a fantastic <laughs> job. <laughs> um. This yeah, I. You, you, so, what did you say that that was? Um, 
acceptance of who you love. <laughs> yeah, the ones who, who have, okay. like uh, those around you, like and for what they love, and it's you know it's like letting somebody be their own person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. I could see there's a lot that we could pick out of because the main one that I was going through when I was watching was love is beyond words. It is beyond words. Um, mm-hmm. because that's I mean it's crazy. We we had a um rise of the planet of the apes we watched that and talked about how our main character doesn't speak for almost the entire movie he has five words five I guess. words five like words two lines through yeah. the whole movie and uh they totally captivated us mm-hmm. even with that and this movie it's the same way she has a song number that that's the only dialogue she has mm-hmm the rest she's speaking with her hands yes mm. sign language much like caesar yes and it's just it blows my mind how this could be so captivating when we're so different the argument she has with giles that's how you pronounce his name mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like th- i think that's probably one of oh, the that's best scenes in the whole movie scene. and the fact that sh- sally hawkins can could she, act she, that she well, portrays like, the yeah. emotion without <laughs> actually saying a thing saying a thing yeah, she, you a can kind of hear like her breathing mm-hmm. and like kind of voicing some right. kind of like w- words or speech like as she's signing ferociously but mm-hmm. it's like it's so convincing mm-hmm. <laughs> it is and um, that's when she i honestly like that's i think the first time i saw the movie i was thinking this is kind of weird like i wonder how they're gonna do this and not make me think this is weird but like that scene alone like totally sold me like her her explanation of their relationship like you know the way like everyone else you know that's human that you know i'm around like they can easily pick apart the things i i lack or the things that Mm -hmm. make me different than everyone else but with him you know i'm complete like uh, yeah with him i'm complete like there's nothing nothing he doesn't notice he doesn't he doesn't pick apart apart the things that i lack like and to me i was like that is just that's all anyone wants from a lover is that someone that accepts them the way they are and like for in the second she explains it that way i'm like i totally buy it as like as like if if i had a relationship with like someone like that way like of course it'd be head over heels like Mm -hmm. it's like there's no way that you could just ignore that the way that that makes you feel like so like that was so expertly written and delivered i was like from then on i was like i'm on board i want to see these two succeed like mm-hmm. this is fantastic and i think that was just expertly expertly uh, executed <laughs> and michael shannon is super creep terrifying <laughs> best in my opinion this is just an opinion best villain of 2017 mm, maybe great, maybe great especially like oh man like he gets all kind of he tries to pursue Eliza, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, he wants... It's something about him just... He needs to... Don- he's, like, one of those... He's, I mean, it is proper of the time in the 40s where the male wants to dominate the female in every which way and, like, you are my underling kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So much so, so that he, like, starts to almost get a little rapey with her mm-hmm. and then decides he's going to... for sure harassed her. Yeah, and then instead of, like... inappropriate workplace. Uh, yeah. Uh, like it's like it's, like a, it's then very using, telling, right? Using and his then, wife, and then using his wife as kind of like, yeah. What I took it as this whole thing is Guillermo also uh, points out what happens uh, when you're in this toxic environment of corporate systems that he is in. Because I, here's a problem with the times is we did not have counseling for people like this mm-hmm. man who he just hates his life. He does. He, Every moment. He, he, and he, he has he, a great life. That's a great and he moral feels... of the story. Do not, <laughs> get, do not stay in the job that you hate. And he has, he feels like he has to like be the great all American man. Yeah. Own the great fucking car. And like, I mean, y'all saw, this he, is what the successful man. Drives y'all saw around. me send the message <laughs> to, uh, uh, Kyle the other night chewed me out in the, uh, the <laughs> messages for uh, naming the wrong Harry Potter movie in a former podcast. And yes. so I sent back his speech of when <laughs> he fails or what he's talking when he's yeah, talking to right. his commanding officer. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great. He just. Oh, he's just so miserable. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, just quit. Like, he can't. He and can't. he hates his he hates his his whole life really because 
He doesn't want kids. He d- he doesn't want conversation essentially. Mm. No, he wants to be very he he, so- he wants solitude. He wants solitude. Yeah, he he hates he, coming home and so that's the o- only re- he's he's so intrigued by Eliza because she, she doesn't, doesn't talk. Do- yeah. Which then we do get a little bit of a later where you're like, okay, she wouldn't solve your problems, man, because she uh stands up to him when mm-hmm. he, he he comes in. He brings them in to uh interview them. And he's like, why am I interviewing the help? What am I doing here? And uh, she's she says, fuck you. Fuck you. And, <laughs> and sign to his face. And Octavia is like, <laughs> thank you like, very much. <laughs> like, But he made me laugh a lot, too, just because, like, there's a lot of kind of cliche, like, uh, he fits a certain kind of archetype mm-hmm. with the like the man of the 40s kind of thing referencing the bible whenever he gets the opportunity oh, yeah. or having mm-hmm. very like very strict standards and principles there's a lot of those things that showed up in the writing which i felt were kind of like knowingly like put into the script mm-hmm. as in like you've heard this a lot in prestige television or something like you know had these long quotes and monologues and just like their presence and their execution by the actor made me laugh a lot especially like whenever spoilers dimitri's literally bleeding out on like a little like hill and he's oh, like yeah. this old-fashioned candy i used to eat as a child oh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it was it's like sometimes scene. i chew on it sometimes i just suck on it you know sometimes i like to enjoy you know just mm-hmm. like so it's like he's it's like a very clear like metaphor but it just made me laugh because it's like while this guy's literally dying, he's like looking at this little like cheap candy and giving his little speech. It's just it's something that's so stupid, but also so effective that I couldn't help but laugh. It feels very like I'm I, I pick up a lot on Guillermo's writing style mm. in this and from the only ones I've seen uh, other than this are Hell, the Hellboy movies, mm. and so I get kind of that. I don't know his his dialogue is fun. Mm-hmm but like with a dark twist to it mm-hmm. and so we do have that scene and we have the scene in the bathroom yeah where he's yeah. talking about a man <laughs> washes his hands before or after taking care of his business <laughs> if he does it both times it shows a sign of weakness it's just it's so great uh it's so and great. then he does it and then he washes his hands and takes <laughs> does his business and i'm just like you clean your fucking hands like then he puts, pops the candy nah, in his mouth after system. taking a yeah, beer yeah right like... his rotting fingers are looking really good oh, he yeah. almost made it work Oh, and I always laugh whenever he tears off his rotten fingers. It's, it's such a like body horror. I think like, something's moment. wrong with you. Well, I think what that, the fuck? I laugh because it's I so, laughed at that terribly so gr- cringy it's moment. It's so grotesque that I'm like, this is just uh, so great because it's it's here literally just to make people cringe. It's yeah, like, yeah, it makes me that. laugh because I'm like, which our 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 audience did not laugh as much as mm. the first time we saw this, but their reactions to stuff like that, yeah, like I the resounding. Oh, <laughs> when the cat got yeah. eaten. <laughs> when we yeah. see the creature holding the cat. <laughs> was, or, or, sorry, not the creature. The amphibian the man. Amphibian. The amphibian man. I don't want Universal to go after anyone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it was the, the stuff like that and mm. him ripping off his fingers or squeezing the pus out. I, I actually close my eyes when he squeezes I the pus out. because I, I, I made watched myself it the first watch time all and, of it. And see, like... You're talking about like him talking about the candy. That goes back mm-hmm. to my theory that like Universal is that character because they can make you suffer, mm-hmm. or they can they can do it nice and quick, and we can be done and we can move on with our lives. Like just, oh yeah, but gotta... they don't. <laughs> Not studios. Yeah, no, they drag, they drag that their shit fucking out. <laughs> feet. I mean, they seriously they talk to him for about this movie for years, and i don't know i love it that he he essentially just said you know what fuck you i'm doing my own thing did it and won best picture yeah it's like, right i mean up on stage like, like i'm surprised you just be like universal suck my dick and like, the universal is trying yeah. to they're trying to collect all the dollars they can from the mummy this past summer yeah yeah the, the, you mean the lack oh of? jesus christ <laughs> Uh, deliver the severed finger props to yeah yeah that's exactly what i do (laughs) but if you would like to uh take it get a hand that time from us universal you can sure okay um (laughs) we'll watch the mummy again (laughs) (laughs) just send us send us 10 copies they'll just send us 10 copies of the mummy i think that's what i would do to it like be like you know what i want to sponsor your podcast i'm gonna send you 10 copies of really terrible film because it's not sponsoring it's suffering yeah not only that stuff it was roughly oh how much did they uh they spent 19.5 million dollars on this movie and made 130 worldwide whoa still in theaters 
That yes, it's that's and it goes on DirecTV like in a week. That's really good. Yeah. <gasps> Great. I was oh, yeah, because it hits Blu-ray in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, it's still in theater. So I, I'm still really curious. Like, obviously, we all have really good things to say about the movie, but like, there was a resounding amount of people that didn't Those people deserve just don't understand a lot. I'm just like, I'm curious. Like, what is it about the movie exactly that people did not like at all about hey, it? I will tell you. I will tell you exactly what it is. It's the people that don't, they can't accept weird shit like this mm. that aren't open-minded. I feel like that is my what, parents. Yeah. Well, <laughs> our parents. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I've talked to people too that like have seen this and they are not. They're they're kind of more. I mean, like I'm not. I'm not political, mm. but I will say that there there's the more conservative, close-minded people. And those the ones that I've seen that don't like this movie are those types of people. Mm. Nothing against sense. you. Oh. Nothing against you if you are. Well, it's, it's just that's my experience. Let's find some answers for you, Trent. Sure. Because no. some of those, uh, read some of those users. I mean, there's only eight percent of critics that didn't enjoy it. So I'm that, going into that, the audience that review. That first so one is perfect. We've got half a star okay. on this audience member's Best review. Best comment ever. Now we're giving out Oscars for having sex with animals. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Okay, guy. It was a river god. Technically, so uh, can like you call an it alien. an animal? Uh-huh. Uh, one star. I'm surprised at the accolades this has got. A fairly boring storyline. Mm. Basically free Willy with a bit of romance (laughs) (laughs) okay 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 (laughs) that's a good one (laughs) Uh, despite the another half star despite the incredible talent behind this film it's a failure from start to finish the inimitable Sally Hawkins is like a duck out of water and fails to bring this character to life the visuals are recognizably those of Guillermo del Toro but the storytelling is not the story is pedestrian and predictable. Save yourselves two hours and steer clear. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you there <laughs> because predictable. I don't, I don't know. And um, do you take it at face value? Because like I will tell you, this movie at some t- at some points had me questioning which way it was gonna go. Was the go? Was this creature going to be friendly, friend or foe? And if after he realized, maybe he got out of the water, maybe all of a sudden he started picking up our intelligence or something like that, and became more dominant and evil. Um, there were a lot of questions I had going into this. Also, the ending. Let's talk about the ending for a minute because mm. Matt has another crazy fucking theory and that <laughs> the second after she gets oh shot God. by Michael Shannon's character, she's dead. And this is her dead well, dream. Yeah. And the rest of it is a, is a dream. The rest of it's a dream. She doesn't come back to life. That's the fairy tale ending in, in her mind in her mm. last few moments of brain activity. That is what she believes that happened. And but, maybe that's what also, or maybe this is also what Giles believes happens. It's not necessarily true. But I mean, like, what's stopping the river god with his healing powers from healing her? Who's at that to moment? say? Well, who's to say he actually has those, and it's not part of a dream because we don't really ever. He could have healed the cat then, uh, theoretically. Right? Yeah, like he didn't bring anybody to life. He just healed. Well, what would it have done? Scars. Grow a new head? <laughs> I, I don't know. You I don't, don't know. know that. That's I the issue. That. That's a that's a good question. What what would happen? And you never really see him heal her either. You just see him give her gills. But he I, heals uh, uh, Giles', Giles. His hair. Well, and he, his he and his arm. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm just saying. Like I'm not. Pan's Labyrinth ends in a question with a dream. Whoa, yeah. Okay. Well, that's Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. And this is by and the same man. Same word. man. This is the same man. I so there is my point. There is my. I just don't see the point of to this having a god without uh, healing abilities. <laughs> well, who's to say oh, he really yeah? is? A, who's to say he really is a god? Gamma de Toro. He's probably That's an all alien. he refers to him as. Well, in this, in, no, 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 no. That's what the story refers to him as. But no, no. Gamma de Toro. Every time god. he talks about him, he talks. About, he either calls him a river god or an amphibian god. <laughs> Well, proof is the last words from the villain. Fuck, you are a god. Oh, yeah, that is, that is what he said. <laughs> yeah, he go. does heal himself. He gets shot three like times. And then, oh, I guess that's after I guess that's after what you would say was the fake part. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Like, I'm I mean, just saying, there's, I, I feel like it's it's debatable. It's open enough that like people that want that sad ending could have that sad ending. You could say that about the Dark Knight, too. I'm a sad person. Clearly, Matt's disturbed. Batman died in the first Dark Knight movie, and the rest are just his dreams. That's right. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, my my theory on all this is that it's one. Either it's just not doesn't fit their style, mm-hmm. and so they give it a bad review and say this stuff just to cover that they just didn't care for it. Two, it went over their heads. 
that, there's a few people saying it was just it was just a grim like fairy tale, nothing new. Mm. But there's a lot of stuff in there that just sticks out if you're looking for it. Right. Uh, and it's beautiful to look at. Um, and what was number three? I thought I had a third one, but well, I don't remember it. I think like for me trying to think about like ways that people could think it doesn't deserve the hype it got is that it does have kind of a a very simple plot structure like it it's not it doesn't experiment a lot with the way the plot is delivered Mm -hmm. well here's my i I remembered it because you just said that the hype Mm. people probably went in and i i i've done this kindle does this seth has done this i'm sure lots of people do this when a movie is hyped people go in wanting to hate it Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, You're like, this is going to be shit. I've I know that. it. That's, see, that's kind of how I felt about Get Out. There was so much hype around it that I was like, I'm not so sure that I'm going to like this because I've heard so much praise that, like, you've built it up for me. I don't know. It's like and you, you, know, you I don't want to be that person who agrees with everybody else. <laughs> no, I don't mind that. But I walked away from Get Out thinking it was good. Um, but was not good. as great as some of the stuff that I had heard. Mm. I don't know what I think. I don't know. And it, it's also possible that some people just didn't really like the the prestige television style of writing with the monologues from the villain. Like, maybe it is silly, but maybe people thought they were trying to be serious. Like, I, I wouldn't say it's not trying to be serious, but, like, it is really goofy and kind of stupid to have that kind of monologue happening. For me, I find that charming, but for others, they could think it's a huge turnoff where it's like, shut mm-hmm. up, this isn't realistic. Nobody would be delivering this monologue in this moment, like... But for me, it's it is my style. It may not be mm-hmm. other people's. No, style. No, I like yeah. it. It's very fairy tale novelesque mm-hmm. style. Yeah. So whenever, I, so I, I went. Okay, so my, I when I saw this movie for the first time, I saw it by myself. But when I walk out of the theater, like, so how was your movie? I was like, well, it was basically an adult Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> is how I described it. Adult Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> exactly, because I mean that movie has some serious uh, uh, children. What is what is the word that I'm looking for? It's uh, Stockholm syndrome and bestiality all throughout that film. Stockholm and syndrome. Remind me what that means exactly. Stockholm it's syndrome. When you fall for your captor. Yes. Oh. Like you. Like a, like basically what we do to pets. Okay. <laughs> we take them away from their parents. And We're gonna give you some Stockholm. And they're like, okay, you I like me, you. So you won't leave. Interesting. I wouldn't say that applies though to Eliza's. Uh, no, 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 he's talking about Beauty and the Beast with oh, Belle. Because okay. Disney gives you bestiality in Stockholm yeah, okay, Syndrome. Yeah. This just gives you bestiality. Right. And independence. Yes. Day. Interesting. But yeah, no, it, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, and yeah, I really? was I was really concerned that I wouldn't enjoy it as much the second time. <laughs> I, I was worried I wouldn't well, it's enjoy just it because we're this deep into the I podcast. And... I, I really like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused this whole time. I thought you hated it. Son of a bitch! Really like but you were supposed to be the counterpoint. <laughs> Oops! Everybody has a role. I added nothing. Um, but I was really worried that going to see it a second time, I wouldn't enjoy it as much. But oh yeah, you said that on the way there. Yeah, and I. I, I can't say for sure whether I enjoyed it as much the second time, but I still enjoyed it a lot. Um, and I think I enjoyed it more the second really? time. Because okay. I really did go but in But I had an emotional time, reaction so. the second time when I did, did the first you? one. Tell me. I want to know. Um, why? <laughs> I, what, what got you? I want to know. Oh, her, her angry speech. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, yeah gets, that got me both times. Okay. Too. Now, I mean, what kind of emotional heartfelt. reaction did you have, though? Did you start crying or did yeah, you just Yeah, no, like, I started crying. Uh, I was, <laughs> I was like, this is beautiful. She cares so much. Because <laughs> normally... All he, her feelings. Normally Everett has those and not you. And mm. It's because he cries all the time. I thought I heard you sniffling time, a little bit. This is the second time you've <laughs> seen it. Remember. So, I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> you watch it the second time around it doesn't get to you. Bad allergies. Mm. So uh, oh, mm. yeah. <laughs> it's allergies, guys. <laughs> so, you don't think there was any other movie that came out last year that you think deserved the best picture more? <laughs> Well, let's go look at the nominees. Sure thing. Let's oh, see. Man. We've got Call Me By Your Name. Because I saw all these. We saw Call Me uh, Call Me By Your Name. It was, it was fine. It was a romance. I'm not a huge fan of romance. And it just didn't feel like necessarily anything special. Hmm. It was uh, just not what everybody else Darkest was Hour. Great performance by Gary Oldman. He won Best Actor. Good. Uh, the rest of the movie, yeah. Good. No, no, nothing... <laughs> Nothing deservant of Oscars. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had Dunkirk. I really liked it. Dunkirk, boring. What? <laughs> yeah, it, it's not no. boring. Thank you. Dunkirk. Dunkirk. I was, was entertained. Not boring. No, it, it was, was very it, it was entertaining, but it just it's I, a war film. 
I was let down because it, it wasn't it was as good. twisty as Nolan <laughs> normally is. <laughs> Mementos. Uh, it, it very well could have won over. I thought it was pretty twisty water. with the I way it was like, edited. Get out. You did not watch Memento. I did not. Yeah, so watch Memento. No Memento is much You're gonna better. You're going to be like, oh, much better than Well, I've had it all spoiled by you guys meant. now, so I mean, the effect is no, lost. Well, it's no, not it lost. doesn't. It doesn't. You still uh, have to watch it. the movie. Uh, Get Out was good. Good. It was a good horror movie. It was original. But uh, just, uh, it, was, it was. Maybe not good best picture. I, I, I wouldn't give it good best picture. I would no. probably do good. Phantom Thread was fine. The post was great, but not. But okay, I could I could see the post winning. Uh, three billboards is the only w- nominee that I would put up against Shape mm. of Water. Three and I still like Shape of Water phenomenal. more. Mm. Mm. Let's talk about her speech for a minute, because that lady is a character. Oh yeah, Frances <laughs> she, like I, for a minute I was like, like she like she was nervous as hell. She was nervous as hell, but I was like, is she acting like she knew what she was gonna do? Yeah, like the way she like kind of changed. No, her that's tone who that she one. is. That's yeah, her. Yeah, She's that's, crazy. I mean, I looked up other interviews. I realized that. Okay. Oh no, she's just quirky. She's just, uh, hmm. Hmm. And everybody in the world was searching for um, inclusion writer, and it's like, oh yeah, it writer or writer? It's right. writer. I saw, I read an article about it, and I think it has something to do with like you sign a certain document, and like it's one of your rights as like an actor that they add a diverse cast or something like that. Mm. It's just something nobody knows is an option, I guess. Like, like they're they have the right to say like you should be hiring a diverse like cast or something. I, I, I need to read the article again, but it was something along those lines. Like mm-hmm. you have the ability to change the way things are done. Just nobody knows this is even a part of the, the Hollywood process. So. They don't talk right. about. Yeah, yeah. So basically she was bringing awareness to the existence of the inclusion writer. Yeah, so I don't know. So interesting. since me, most people don't really know that it exists, it's but almost now, like, like a ghost writer. Bro, after seeing her speech, <laughs> go back and watch three billboards uh, and you're going to be like, who the fuck is this? She yeah. is an amazing actress. All right, it, it, you haven't seen it? No, it's, no. it's really but I good. thought it was going to be Everett's favorite movie. Or like, what were we doing? And I was like, I don't know what you were doing. You just kept saying it. <laughs> what? But oh, was it your top ten list? Is that what it was? And uh-huh. I was like, next up is Three Billboards. I don't know why. I just hooked onto that. It was a fun night. <laughs> it was a great movie. I had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> I was like, die your shit, Matt. You <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> you take a ghostwriter with you. Yeah. But, I mean, in terms of, like, execution, Shape of Water is much more, like, tightly executed than Three Billboards, in my opinion. Like, Three Billboards tried to do a lot and did really well with a handful of the things it tried to do. It did win Best Director, and I feel like out of the films that I had seen on that list, on the nominees list, like, I felt like that was completely, completely accurate. Yeah, the other ones were Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, and Phantom Thread. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Dunkirk has such a... Or not Dunkirk. uh, Shape of Water has, like, a... I don't know. Del Toro has a style, and it's, like, very... It's like a beautiful finesse. It's like a mm, and it stands out. In finesse. It does amongst the others. Whereas, like I'm, I don't know. I mean, Christopher Nolan is a great director. I'm not going to deny that. But uh, you're shooting a war film. How? And here's the thing with Chris Nolan's film. It felt it's it's shot like a Chris Nolan film. It, it feels like you're watching a movie. Okay. Uh, whereas this, it feels l- like you're in the time. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're in the 60s. Well, it's Whereas uh, Dunkirk, it's so crisp and clean. It, f- it, you, mm. it feels like you're watching a modern movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like this actually... It feels it, dirty and lived yeah, in. Yeah. It feels mm. like you're actually watching an old 60s film. And the music rules. It's cool. <laughs> it does have a really good soundtrack. I yeah, mean. it yeah, does. Uh, a lot yeah, of French it also, themes. It reminded me a lot of like Ratatouille, like the Pixar film. Like it's kind of its stylings. Interesting. Uh, Bro, I just said... It's very charming. It's very French. <laughs> It's a lot of French yeah. music. It's okay. nice. It's Ratatouille's a French. Is it? I mean, it's Italian. It Italian. So it's Italian, but I'm pretty sure they're in France. Okay. Paris, I don't know. How would I know? <laughs> I don't it's know anything so about geography. I don't know, but there are at least two, songs, two specific oh, songs in The Shape of Water that were French. Gotcha. Huh. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought. So. <laughs> it's well, yeah, best, one, one best original score and production design, which I thought was yeah. the only movie that should have won because these sets looked amazing. Amazing mm. balls. All of them. The like, theater apartment area, mm. just starting off the that floors front, the and the windows. The theater. Everything window. looks so real. I think the only other film that I would consider like having just having comparable production would be Blade Runner. Oh yeah, Blade uh, Runner. Rules. Yeah, and which was nominated. Yeah, that's actually what I like. 
for when we were guessing uh, award-winning stuff. I put Blade Runner down for that for sure. Which I'm really sad that it, I mean at least I walked away with cinematography, but I that was my top movie of last year. So, mm-hmm. <sighs> although I will say that in terms of rewatchability, it is pretty low because it's a it's a mystery movie. So, you know, true. Mm. Yeah, has any? I guess you're the only one here that's probably tried to rewatch it. Uh, yeah, yes. I'm not bad. I'm mad about yeah, I bought to do the that. I bought the Blu-ray, so I still really enjoyed it. It's a good movie. I'm not gonna watch it again. It, it's its quality is wholly reliant on its twisty, turny narrative. And when you've seen that once already, like yeah, it's really it's, it's like it's still an entertaining movie, but with three hours, like the three hours benefits the mystery, but it doesn't benefit the entertainment value. I don't know. Like uh, Watchmen is a mystery, and I could watch that. I can watch Watchmen mm. forever. forever. <laughs> Yeah, so Kendall, you and I are going to do something forever. We're going to go watch Watchmen. <laughs> Bye, guys. Well, does Watchmen have more action? It yes. has more action. Because Blade just, Runner is a lot so of walking around. And CGI. It has mm. a lot of CGI, but I mean, it's just, it's got a lot of great characters you in it. You can't see this, I, but I'm uh, flipping you off with my perfect fingernail. Um, Blade Runner has good character development. I don't know if it has the best characters. Like, your, the characters change by the end of the movie. I think the characters are way more interesting <laughs> Blade Runner? Than, than Watchmen. Oh, yeah. That's I've never seen Watchmen. Bull- so simply because shit. they're... They're, He's uh, just pulling shit out of his robots ass now. And yeah. yeah. Um, I, I had to bitch for a minute about the Oscars because they left out Toby Hooper. Mm. Oh, yeah. On the In memoriam. They had, as well I, as I'm Adam s- West. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't realize he died in 2017. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, remember we they released the last his last yeah, film that's was right. Batman. Yeah, that was 2017. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like there were script doctors and editors and shit in there that like I like I know offense to the families, but like we don't know them. Mm-hmm. But we know Toby Hooper. He made a film that is considered a milestone landmark, like change cinema. Two. I mean, if you count Poltergeist. Yeah. Two. Yeah, you could say Poltergeist and and Texas Chainsaw. Um, and Steven Spielberg is in the audience, and it's kind of like, hmm. why? Hmm. You know, I don't know. Like, I thought that was really weird. And yeah, and then Adam West. Yeah, uh, like the first actual superhero film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any guy's a national treasure too. Like yeah. he was. Like he was a gift. Yeah, that was weird. Um, were you surprised at all? I know it wasn't like a ghost story like one of your favorite movies of last year. Yes. Did, were you surprised at all it wasn't well, at the Oscars, well, well. period? I, I think it's too strange of a film. Too indie. Mm. Yeah, it's too strange of a film. I think indie, indies don't, indie get, don't get in very often. Mm. No, it's really Not rare. Not Oscars. That's weird. Just the short films. That's, that's odd. But I mean, I would love... I, like he was talking about original concepts. I feel like uh, Ghost Story is pro- a really incredibly original film. Probably the most... I don't know if it's the most, but one of the most original films of last year. Mm-hmm. I, it's like, I just, it's one of those things where it's so vague, that explanation, that I just, I'm still not compelled to watch it because I have no idea what I'd be getting into. Just go I, watch it. Just go I watch it. I saw the Blu-ray at Vintage Dunk the other day, and I was like, I've heard this is great. He's like, buying the Blu-ray blind oh, I'm is for kind sure of gonna watch endeavor, it. but it's like, I do want to, I think I, it's on Hulu or Amazon now. Is it really? Yeah, you should, you should watch it there and just go in, don't know anything about it. And I'll be understand, depressed. understand that you're in for uh, a slow burn kind of film. I like slow burns. I, I would like to say two things. Two My one things. complaint for the Oscars, really, uh, Dunkirk was well deserving of the sound editing award, but mm. Baby Driver bad. deserved the sound mixing. Yeah, I gotta agree. Not with Dunkirk. I gotta agree with that. But I haven't seen Dunkirk. But I mean, the mm-hmm. Baby Driver. Mix right. sounded amazing. It was so good. Um, anyway, my other uh, thing I was going to say was, I'm sorry to all the listeners for us not talking about Shape of Water this whole time. <laughs> we were, well, you can we've call this for, kind of like Shape of Water, an, half an hour and talked about the shape of Oscars? Like 30 minutes, maybe. The Shape of Oscars, that's the episode title. The Shape of Oscars. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Do y'all have anything to say besides favorite um. scenes? I already pretty much said my favorite scene. I mean, it's just How such a good movie. It's hard to Jones. What? Yeah, I was gonna say Doug Jones deserve should Dougie have Jones. Like, we made that joke too many times. <laughs> Doug know, Jones should should really get like, I don't know. He he kind of I feel like is the unsung hero of all of Del Toro's stuff mm-hmm. because he sits in that chair for six to eight hours at a time. Right. Put gets put in that makeup while the makeup design and is he doesn't amazing. Doesn't even get to talk. But I mean, yeah, some of these films, Hellboy, he was overdubbed. Right by uh, by the guy David who did, Hyde Pierce. Yeah, 
And he got to use his original, his own voice in, in the, the second one, right. which they're not very different. So I was like, what the fuck was the point? I, didn't I think David Hyde Pierce even wanted, like, he, he went uncredited for the first he movie did. because he did. of because he just respected him so much. Um, and here he gets no lines, but he does such I think a- people like him will be more recognized in these award shows once people start taking mocap seriously because they still haven't accepted that like mm-hmm. andy circus deserved a nomination this year too mm-hmm. for yeah. caesar, mm-hmm. caesar. Mm-hmm. yeah yes. and I, i've never seen any other uh, del toro movies so i'm very curious what it's other ones all, are like like all his all pan's labyrinth is all practical uh is pacific rim a co-direction or did he fully direct that we gotta watch pan's what'd you say is pacific rim a co-direction or did he did he direct he directed that okay is he directing the sequel as well no No. he's not okay but i mean they really did build those fucking robots and put them in the oat no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) i was like i'm about to believe you (laughs) that's great Uh, but i've I've been conscious of his existence because i'm a big gamer and he's working with a hideo kojima right now oh yeah stranding Stranding. uh yeah he's in it yeah like as a natural actor so that's that's interesting that game has my attention for sure Mm -hmm. same (laughs) i'm excited for that well um yeah i don't know doug jones unsung hero and i hope that eventually he gets the recognition he deserves because i don't know he can do i feel like he has a lot more than like in him than people give him credit for Mm-hmm. So he, did he play a monster yeah. in Penn's Labyrinth or something? He played all the monsters. Well, I know nothing about the movie. Yeah, so. well, he played. He played the fawn, and there's another. There's the pale man. You'll see them. Uh-huh. So is uh-huh. the language of that movie uh, Spanish? Spanish? Okay. Yeah, all subtitles. Yep. Well, I'm used to watching subtitled stuff, so I don't. So think you shouldn't have an issue. You shouldn't have hey, an issue. I watched it in high school with yeah, subtitles, it's, it's and gorgeous. I love that movie. Interesting. I know it's on Amazon Prime. I think. I think nah, it's, uh, it's watch it right now. Yeah, you should you should watch it Interesting. right now. <laughs> I've got to actually start watching films again. That's something I need to do. Yeah. <laughs> you, I mean, hey, last you, it should beat your goal of last year. So last year was 16, right? So you got to do 20. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. 20. <laughs> That's achievable. Um, Have you already watched like four? Um, I haven't seen like any new movies in theaters. You watched Black Panther? No, because I'm not caught what up with Marvel. So. Oh, my. Just watch all the Marvel films. I was like, there you actually, go. I don't. <laughs> Get caught up. I know it's just it's like worth it. That, that's the problem when you're a college student is that in the back of your mind you're always thinking should I really be relaxing right now or should I be doing homework so then you're constantly killing yourself because you're like should I be watching movies or relaxing or doing whatever or should oh, I, I be thinking like about you, homework like, you can, it's hard for I'm you to feel like up. I'm totally I'm caught up in all up. my work I could be studying or something like it's balance it's, it's a tough thing to do yeah. I'm, I'm lazy as hell that's <laughs> just like my personality the truth comes out <laughs> it's, it should be readily apparent <laughs> All right, nice. how about favorite scenes? Because Everett's ready <laughs> to bad. murder us all. Last fight scene. That's your favorite? Is the last I fight love scene. it. Mm, it's it's so... I mean, because you get... <laughs> he finally reveals his godliness. Yeah. And godliness. Uh, he just... He just mm. sla- he slashes him. <laughs> Slash. Uh, I, Speech. I, I, and not to mention, I mean, favorite, best villain of 2017, for sure, in my opinion. Speech, but And speech, so just watching speech. them go up against each other. I'm not asking him, tell It's him. great. Well, it's hardly a fight. He kind of just, like, looks at him and slashes his throat. <laughs> yeah, I just mean, I just, it's just, just the two it's of just them. It's just the best, though, because you're like, oh, shit. And then he's just like, fuck this, mm-hmm. bye, mm-hmm. go get my girl. Mm-hmm. It's great. And watching them live happily ever after. Right. I, I, I or, love or die. That, I love the song and dance. No, not enough. It's a good uh, one. Yeah. I'm taking song the speech. Dead. I'm taking the speech. You're taking the speech? <laughs> yep. Which speech? The hallway speech. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, it's technically well, it still in the, in the apartment, in the, but yes. Yeah, apartment. Okay. But it gets, a good it, one gets, too. it gets good once If we do nothing, he's, he said it, what? He's not human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we do nothing, Hey, we I got a question really quick before we get, Trent, before we finish. Did you, we talked about this. Did you guys all pick up, when did you figure out that Giles was gay? I knew this whole time now, but when before... Was it was it in the cafe or did, was yeah, it whenever? Yeah, it's the cafe. Okay. in the cafe. Because right. I picked it up whenever he opened the fridge and there were all those key lime. I was like, oh, so go, you took well, you that's a after the yeah, that's after the cafe. That's after he goes in there and orders that's the pie. That's not after it's announced. Yeah, he goes in there mm-hmm. and he's essentially flirting with the guy. Yeah, but it's and subtle. I was like, it's, yeah, it's, it's subtle. It, it but is it's, subtle, it, but second time through, it was not as maybe subtle. Maybe it's yeah. just me. I was like, okay, though, I understand. Because I'm not friendly like that with people at a restaurant I'm ordering food from. 
And, yeah. But so I, I took it as he was flirting. I think the first immediate like clear hint is the undertones when he's talking to like the like, freelance guy, uh, the art guy who's hired him to do art, mm. and he's like, "I really want to go like, come back here or something." Like, yeah, it's clearly that, have history. I, I, watching yeah. it the second time, I was like, I did not "Were pick they up together?" On that the first time, yeah. but I picked that I picked up, it this up the time first too. Time. They were like, a couple that it was no pretty. He said, yeah. "I want to come back." Yeah, yeah so that's I don't think like I might have like thought like there's undertones here like yes he he could be. Uh, you know, gay, or, but it, you know, it it's it's not entirely clear until like that that moment goes down at the uh, pie restaurant. Yeah, I thought it was pretty dang clear. <laughs> I thought it was clear He's whenever like, he opened up the fridge and there was a pie. Like, Y'all I come back. I just Y'all come back now. You hear? Do you I think he thought, meant it? I thought that was a joke about the him continuing to buy pie for. Uh, a, Liza and oh. then her not liking it so I thought he was just kind of no nope, he's pretending away. to like the pie to go flirt yeah yeah, I never well, yeah right that. before that right before he takes it to the fridge he he says do you think he noted or do you think he he said y'all come back now yeah, yeah, yeah do you think he meant it do you think and he he's meant like, it? and she says I don't know or something is like but he did notice me and so that's when it's like oh well see yeah, I'm obvious. that way in real life with anyone like because I'm the people pleaser so like I think like I hear that mm. line and I think oh well I'm constantly thinking about like if people are but do you back ask people out. that? Do you ask people he did know or say to people he did notice me? Right? It's like I, I like having attention and I like people like appreciating my presence. So I for it's me not like, the question, Trent. <laughs> I said, do you say that to people? Not typically, no. Okay, <laughs> but in the writing, it's a way to present that like idea that maybe he like maybe he's lonely and he just like once like the way I see it is like. I could like frequent a place because I like having the conversation with someone. And for me, like him saying that, my first thought was that he just cares about this co- the conversation he's having with this person. Like it's just like a way to have meaningful conversations. I don't okay. know. That's just my analysis. <laughs> Does that answer your question, Matt? <laughs> this has been a Second Mob podcast. For more audio content or information on this podcast, please visit secondmob.com. Bada bing, bada boom. Woo!